Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another Tomorrow's World webcast. My name is Wallace Smith, and it's great to be here. Uh, surely you've seen this in the news. It continues to build what is going on with Saudi Arabia and Iran. It might seem like these are places far away, and yet at the same time, what's going on far away is never far away anymore. The world is so close. I just got a smattering of news items that I thought I would hit just in quick succession. Uh, Al Jazeera actually has done some pretty good reporting on all of this. It is in their backyard. Uh, and here we have an article from Al Jazeera, January 8th, 2016, titled Saudi Prince, War with Iran Not Going to Happen. Now just the fact that someone feels the need to title it that shows you there is a concern in that regard. Uh, just taken from the article, it says, Saudi Arabia severed relations with Iran after an attack on its embassy in Tehran on Sunday, following the kingdom's execution of Shia religious leader Nimr al-Nimr, who was put to death along with 46 mostly Sunni Muslims convicted on terrorism charges. Asked about the possibility of war, Prince Mohammed bin Salman told The Economist magazine, it is something that we do not foresee at all. And whoever is pushing towards that is somebody who is not in their right mind. Uh, I do not believe that is just spin. Uh, that is actually a significant belief. Uh, he mentions that because a war between Saudi Arabia and Iran is the beginning of a major catastrophe in the region. Uh, and that would be the case. Uh, also, an article a little bit later, uh, published by Al Jazeera on January 10th, asked the question, how much support will Saudi Arabia win against Iran? It says, when the Arab League met in an emergency session on Sunday, tensions with Iran topped the agenda. Saudi officials accused Iran of interfering in Arab affairs and undermining regional security. Now, I bring that up because a lot of our viewers sometimes, our readers, tend to lump Iran in with Arabic nations as if they're one and the same, and they're not. Uh, Iran is Persian. It is not an Arabic nation in that sense. Uh, just because you call a bunch of countries Muslim countries doesn't mean they're actually all together or the same. And that's an important distinction I'll bring up in a little bit. Uh, here's one more article from The Guardian, a uh, UK paper, January 12th. It asked the question, why has Sudan ditched Iran in favor of Saudi Arabia? Uh, it points out concerning Iran, they quote uh, Mr. Uh, al Abidine. he's a professor of political science at Khartoum University. He says the government, speaking of the government in Sudan, realized it was very isolated even within the Arab world and decided to change sides. Um, he points out, I don't think there's a strong ideological commitment. Uh, they're just simply looking to see which way the wind is blowing and which way is safe for them. What's really going on with all of this? A lot of people point to the Sunni-Shia divide, and that certainly does play a role. It would be wrong to think that's the entirety of the role. Actually, uh, The Economist magazine, January 9th through the uh, uh, 15th, 2016, uh, its cover article asks, uh, talks about Saudi Arabia and how the kingdom is trying to uh, revive itself, how it's really trying to transform itself in a lot of ways. We can't oversimplify uh, the politics over there in the Middle East. Uh, there's a lot going on. But prophetically, what is going on? That is a key question, and that's something that we don't need a lot of details to understand. The Bible has laid out a certain course of events for thousands of years. 
Uh, we, have, we even talked about this. If you go look at our commentaries during the Arab Spring, as it was called, uh, we talked about this, and we simply see the Bible prophetic narrative continuing to unfold. Uh, for instance, uh, Psalm 83, verses 5 through 7, talk about a confederacy of Arabic nations, things that will drive these nations together and uh, their hatred towards Israel, hatred towards the United States and other Western countries, but drive them together in a confederacy. And if you look, Iran is not mentioned as a part of that confederacy. Iran in prophecy is Persia. Uh, it is not a part of these Arabic nations. There's a prophetic requirement for the end times, and that is that there be a king of the south formed by a confederacy of Arabic nations and powers to the east, uh, of which Iran is a part. That's been prophetically predetermined. And what we see now is simply those powers coalescing exactly as the Bible says they will. Uh, the main takeaway from all this is don't think this is coming to a quick conclusion. An omelet is being made in the Middle East. And frankly, there are more eggs to crack. Thanks for joining us, and we hope you'll look at our other webcast at tomorrowsworld.org.